This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you that have tuned in or either by radio or television to the warning program uh, in the studio via Zoom, coming from Dallas, Texas, is Dr. Tika Willie Broad. Uh, Willie Broad, welcome to the program warning. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. My pleasure being here today. Thanks (laughs) for having me on on the program. Well, you're welcome. Um, I've been with you in person in Dallas, and uh, we've talked a lot. You've been on this program before. Um, What... uh, what are you doing right now? But before we get into what you're doing now, why don't you, in case people have never seen or heard you on this program before, why don't you tell our audience again where you came from and why you left? Okay. Uh, when you were talking, I think there was a problem with the connection, but I guess you're asking where I came from and why I left. Yes, uh, just for people that have never tuned in before. Okay. Yeah, uh, I actually I'm from Cameroon. Cameroon actually is a is a country in West Central Africa. It, it's bilingual. We speak both English and French in Cameroon, and uh, yeah, so I'm 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 from Cameroon, and I left Cameroon 2016 because I was doing uh, I was doing these broadcasts talking and condemning what uh, the government of Cameroon was doing with regards to. Uh, the English-speaking Cameroonians, you know, the, there was this uh, um, marginalization going on where the, the, the Anglophones were, were being marginalized, you know, and all that stuff. So I began talking about it. And for some reason, because I was talking about that, uh, the government came after me, so I had to leave Cameroon. Well, I'll tell you what, are you concerned about what's going on in America? Because in Cameroon, uh, they didn't have the freedom of expression. And uh, then if they don't like what you say, it's persecution. But I'll tell you what, this looks like a a communist takeover right now in America. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, we are seeing this is Germany all over again. This is uh, trying to topple the republic right now. I mean, we're under if you want to say lawlessness is a kind word. So uh, you left Cameroon, but you've come right back to America that is coming under the same type of, if we want to say loss of freedoms that you lost in 
Cameroon. And I pray that the church in America will not uh, continue down the path and uh, out of fear and intimidation, keep their mouth shut until we lose our freedoms in America. Tika? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, uh, living Cameroon, coming to the U.S., of course, I have always known America to be a free country where people are able to voice their opinions. And uh, um, which I'm glad for that, though. Um, but also at the same time, I come in here, I realize also that um, uh, it becomes very challenging at times trying to voice your opinion on certain issues and not be blacklisted, you know, and so it's quite also surprising to me. Um, I've actually have um, even pastors reach out to me, talk to me about, oh, you got to be careful about some of the kind of things you talk about because, well, um, uh, you know, so, yeah, there was freedom of speech, but it's almost as though now there are things which you, you are not longer free to expose. You, you, you're no longer able to express your mind freely because of certain consequences, of course, that may be levied against you. Well, I appreciate your uh, straightforwardness, your honesty, and your, your uh, boldness uh, to speak the truth. You're the president at Gospel Heroes World Missions. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so what... What is the goal and the agenda? What's the mission, the vision of uh, Gospel Heroes World Missions? Okay. Uh, first of all, I would say Gospel Heroes World Missions actually is um, an apostolic movement, principally with the, with a threefold mandate, restoring the message, redefining the ministry, refocusing the church. Um, um, God has actually called us um, in the ministry, and not only for the church, but for the nation. To, to disciple the nation. So um, with Gospel Heroes World Missions, we we have different we have uh, different objectives. For example, we have different arms of the ministry. We have uh, we have um, what we call Awake America. It's an arm all by itself. And with with Awake America, what we are doing is we are pointing the nation back to the morals, back to morals, back to the legal standard, back to the way of doing things according to scriptures, back to the ways of the Lord. Because when you look at a society today, it's almost as though people are now, it's almost as though there is no law, for example. People are now acting in a much more, in a, much more in a lawless way. It's whatever feels good to a person that he does that. Looking at certain things like the LGBTQ plus and all that stuff, you know, and all that stuff. So the goal of, of Awake America is to call the nation back to God and to point the nation back to the morals of, of God's word. And then also, we also have what we call um, Institute for Marriage and Relationship Management. There we want to be able to restore family values back to the nation. So um, Gospel Heroes World Missions is a multifaceted vision that aims at reaching out to the society, bringing the people back to Christian values in different sectors of life. Well, very good. Um, I know that I believe you're a part of uh, World Ministries International as far as Eagle Saving Nations. Eagle Saving Nations, we're trying to get into the stadiums. Once again, let the power of God come down, Pentecost. You know, Peter was bold, he was rash. He lied, he ran, he hid, he lied. But once he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, as Jesus commanded, before we even try to represent him, he said, go tarry and be baptized with my power and my authority so you can do the works that I do. Um, don't even try to be in ministry. Yet half of the church 
doesn't care about the Holy Spirit, and the other half of the church doesn't covet to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we've got, a, if we want to say just about a worthless, dysfunctional, toothless, cowardly church that won't stand up for anything, and evil is, is overriding the nation. Uh, Tika? Oh, yeah. Um, I think that, and that is one thing which uh, the church has not been able to understand, especially when it deals with the Great Commission. It doesn't really matter what we're preaching or how much we're preaching what we're preaching. If it doesn't disciple the culture of the land, then we are really not doing anything. It could just simply be um, a gathering of Christian individuals. You know, Christianity without, without discipling the, the, the nation is, is nothing, it's nothing different from a Christian club. So the goal of the church is supposed to shine the light to society. The goal of the church is supposed to shine the light even to the political sectors. The goal of the church is supposed to shine the light to every um, sector of the society. But oftentimes, um, that's not really being done because for some reasons, you know, people don't want to be challenged. People don't want to be blacklisted. People don't want to be termed or called all kind of names as haters and all that stuff. So because of that, they just chose to stay in their shelves and not shining the light, just doing church among themselves while the nation is going down the drain. It's a very uh, pitiful situation. Yeah, I don't know if we can say doing church by themselves, maybe gathering together and having some fellowship, but uh, the whole purpose of the church is to change society. And if we don't yeah. change society, then uh, I'm not sure what we should call ourselves. Maybe a, a home fellowship, a social gathering, the YMCA, but uh, I don't know if we can call it the church, uh, Dr. Tika. Yeah, no. Uh, sincerely, uh, in terms of the, the, the functionality of what a church is supposed to be, then you cannot even call that a church because, you know, Christ came and showed us an example. It's all about reaching out to the society. So we have to be effective in discipling the culture. When you look, when you look out there, there's a lot of confusion everywhere. And, and the church has the truth. We, we're supposed to shine the light to the people of the world so that they can be able to know exactly what is right and what is not right. You know, Politicians will debate on certain bills, which it's evident that this thing is ungodly. But the church leaders are saying nothing about it. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing. I know. I, I work with a lot of uh, professionals from all fields, including politicians. I had a politician in my office yesterday, and uh, uh, she was complaining right on live TV, radio, how, again, uh, pastors did not get behind a referendum that could have stopped uh, such an ungodly law that had passed the Congress in Washington State, where now if your child gets on the bus and uh, you go to pick them up and they're not there, the school can lie to you. And uh, they, I don't know where the child is, and uh, yet they know they were involved in maybe even uh, putting the child in a Safeway house and getting a sex operation. You know, the pastors could have allowed these forms to be put into their church buildings. We lost by 5,000. And because of cowardly pastors, I went on air, Dr. Tika, and I said, if, if your pastor would not allow uh, these forms to be filled out and signed in your church, leave that church because he's not protecting the body of Christ. He's an accomplice with evil through the government. That's right. That's right. I'm just tired of cowardly pastors. We are losing America because of the pastor behind the pulpit. That's quite sad. Seriously, that's quite well, sad. Well, it's sad and you know it. 
For sure, for sure. We lost know? Cameroon because of cowards behind the pulpit oh, yeah. that compromised and That's kept right. their mouths shut. That's right. That's right. You see, the, the nature of the gospel is such that if we would actually preach the authentic Christianity, the world will always oppose us. And, and because most people don't want to be opposed, they, you know, they just stay in between. But I think it's time that the church needs to go out outrightly because, you know, to, to, you know, to, to tell the people exactly the truth, irrespective of whatever challenges, or whatever persecutions, or whatever blacklisting, you know, and all that stuff. Well, the Bible is very clear. In fact, Jesus is very clear. If they hate me, they'll hate you. But if you're ashamed to represent me, I'll be ashamed of you. And I'll That's tell right. you what, uh, I always remember those words. And um, I've, you know, years ago, two angels came into one of my services, uh, large church. People were prostrate for six hours. When it was over, I asked God, uh, what were your angels doing? Uh, two of them. And uh, he said, they were writing down everything you said behind the pulpit. And he said, they're in every church. And on judgment day, two of my holy witnesses will stand up and vindicate that man or woman behind the pulpit or condemn him with their own words if they don't represent me properly. Let me tell you, if pastors understood, uh, bishops, apostles, evangelists, so-called prophets, if they really understood they're being recorded by holy witnesses, they're going to give an account on judgment day for their vanity and twisting the word of God, I think we'd have more sincerity when they spoke. Dr. Tika? That's right. That's right. And, and that's quite right. And just to add a little bit more light to that, according to Hebrews chapter 12, from verse 1 to verse 2, it tells us that seeing things, therefore we are surrounded by the cloud of witnesses, the men of faith who have gone ahead of us, we ought to lay aside every weight and the sin that slows down our pace, running the race, looking onto Christ Jesus, who is the author and the perfect of the faith. And so whatever you're saying is absolutely right. Um, Malachi 3.16 also attests to that when it says that, um, um, and they that love the Lord speak one to another, and a book of remembrance was, was written before the Lord. So it, it, it's actually on point. God actually is, is not mocked. He's taking account, taking note as to whatever is going on. And the Bible says we will, not, we will all give an account for every silly word which we ever offered. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, you're watching, listening to The Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. You need to be a part of Eagles Saving Nations. We're trying to stop this toppling of the republic by nothing but communist forces uh, all through Congress, the White House, let me tell you, uh, if pastors don't rise up and speak the truth and stop this, this tyranny, the Bible says truth takes away deception, prayer brings conviction. If we don't speak the truth, it's going to be Germany all over again. And let me tell you, you're going to see severe persecution in the United States of America. Special guest, uh, Dr. Tika Willie Broad, founder of President at Gospel Heroes World Missions. Uh, Dr. Tika why don't you give yeah. people a chance to attend your church? Where are you located now? Yeah, we we, we actually located at uh, Dallas Metroplex, of course, precisely uh, 200, 200 South Cottonwood Drive, Richardson, Texas, 75080. So it's actually in the city of Richardson, which is just within the Dallas Metroplex. And what time does it start? 
but for now our services at uh, at 4 p.m. Okay. Yeah, 4 p.m. on on Sundays. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And what's your website? Um Gospel Heroes. So Gospel Heroes Heroes with with H E R O E S dot O. Very good. Gospelheroes.org. Yeah. Very good. You know, I've got in front of me an article that my actually my I've preached also my wife wrote called If the Foundations Are Destroyed. If the Foundations Are Destroyed. Since the most important part of any building is the foundation. If the foundation is inferior, then the entire building will not last. It will crumble. Foundation is the base, the starting point of something. It holds all things in place. David asked a question in Psalms 11, 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Unquote. Tika? That's right. Uh, everything rises and falls on the standards that God has actually put in place. Um, deviation from that standard is, is something different. Any deviation from, from God's own standard, it's no longer the gospel truth. So um, everything would rise and fall on, on that standard that God actually has laid for us through the gospel. And they're trying to... Uh tear down the standards of God right now. They're tearing down family, which is the government of God on earth, LGBTQ. Uh, uh, let me tell you, I mean, that's an abomination unto God. Four sins bring judgment, uh, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent and dividing the land of Israel. They're pushing a sins of abomination and calling them alternate lifestyles. Uh, Dr. Tika? It's a very sad thing. Very, very sad thing. And, but, but I think that the reason why they seem to be having their way is because those who were supposed to be talking against that are not talking about it. We as Christians, we would rather sit down, talk about uh, football, we would rather sit down, meet together to get coffee and not address the issues that concerns or that are plaguing the nation. It's time that the church needs to wake up. We, we, we are too conscious of our reputation at the expense of shining God's light. We are too conscious of being friends with the politicians, being friends with um, the celebrities, being friends with institutions that actually promote the the ulterior lifestyle as opposed to standing for God. So I think that it's a big challenge to us. It's time the church needs to be able to wake up and say enough is enough. Yeah, the politicians used to be afraid of the church, but no longer because they've bought off the church and the church is compromising even those that still believe in in the word of God as the authoritative morality. Uh, They're too intimidated to open their mouth. And if you don't have leaders, then what do you have? Instead of bulls, you have steers. If you have steers, you can't reproduce. And so we got steers behind the pulpit uh, that are good for nothing but to be slaughtered. Willie Broad? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Give me a good prime rib. Absolutely. You know, so... um, yeah, my, my, my prayer actually is, is that God may really bring the church to that place where we realize that um, whatever it will take us to shine the light, we got to do it. Even at the expense of our own comfort, we got to do it. 
Well, I totally agree. Uh, we're in serious trouble right now, and it takes men and women of God that are fearless, that are fearless, that know how to wholeheartedly trust in the Lord. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like Daniel. If I live, I live. If I die, I die. But they that's will right. not compromise. Right. They will not bow. And that's where they we're at. We've got to have leaders, fearless right. leaders, that lead the charge like David slaughtering Goliath and then rooting the Philistines. We have That's to right. have leaders, Willie Broad. That's right. Exactly. And and uh, um, I remember the three Hebrew boys, when they were being forced to bow down to the golden image, the Nebuchadnezzar's idol, and they said they were being threatened. If they don't bow down to the idol, then they'll be thrown in the burning furnace. You know, they stood their grounds, they refused to bow, but what even actually moved me so much about their story is the fact that they said we will not be careful to answer you on this matter we will not try to be, to be diplomatic we will not try to sugarcoat it we will not try to say it in a way that you wouldn't you wouldn't feel offended no we will tell you just as it is and it, i think it's time that we're supposed to tell that to tell the truth as it is without trying to sugarcoat it well we're i totally to i totally totally agree with you you know, since March of uh, March, April 2020, I've had 25 dreams, civil unrest. We've seen it. We're still seeing it, even with this pro Hamas uh, marches all through the United States, which is insanity. Yeah. How in the world, when you bring people in the United States, they're supposed to swear an allegiance to your constitution and your morality and your values. I believe right. these people that are marching for Hamas right now should be arrested and deported. I mean, they are leading chaos. What are we doing? Backing a terrorist organization that their charter is destroy Israel and destroy America. And we allow them to march all the way through the United States. It's like an army just, just threatening, threatening to take down our institutions. In fact, they're, they're destroying things at times. They rise up and climb up and tear down statues, uh, pull off the American flag. If we had any righteous government, these people would be arrested. That's right. That's right. Totally agree. Instead, they allow open borders and an, an invasion. Again, my dream, 25 since March, April 2000. Civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Civil unrest, we're seeing it. Civil That's war, right. we are very, very close. You got these Hamas demonstrations calling for civil war and an invasion. Uh, we This doesn't have to be a military invasion, although a lot of our military age people invading. Yeah. Eight to ten million already coming into the United... This is an invasion. A legal invasion by a treasonous government. That's right. That's right. I think something needs to be done. I mean, the you see, and, and, and that's why I believe that the church needs to be very active and to really, because most, because these politicians actually, most of them have their own selfish interests, but the church needs to stand for the people. The church needs to educate the people to realize that there are certain things which the nation cannot tolerate. And they, they must be able to show it from the, from the Bible, from the biblical perspective. It's the, 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 the problem is the church is not actually the church today. And that's why People can get up and do all kinds of crazy things and all of that. That's always been the problem is the church is failing. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. 
Again, Eagle Saving Nations, we got to get back into the stadiums. That's what we're called to do and uh, let the power of God come down so the church moves out of those stadiums with boldness like the disciples right. and became apostles. And Peter, who ran, hid, and lied, now preached to the same 3,000 people and they were saved. We've got Amen. to be filled with the power of God. We've got to once again go forth. And let demons right. fear and tremble. Men scream in repentance and demons come out. We've right. got to do this if we're going to save America. Willie Broad? I totally agree. I concur to that. Seriously. My phone number, once again, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. We're on radio and television seven days a week. Tune in and watch us. Also, I write articles. Thousands are on the website. Pastoral articles. You can sign up for them. 360-629-5248. Or my website, worldministries.org. Dr. Willie Broad, closing comments. My prayer actually is for, the, is for the nation of America. The time has come for the church to wake up. In our ministry, we intend to start doing some conferences all across the U.S. where we'll be calling the nation back to the ways of the Lord. And I just want to call everyone watching us, you know, live, wherever they are, to pray for America and that the Lord is going to raise saviors for this nation. Again, you've been watching, listening to The Warning Program. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Special guest, Dr. Tika Willie Broad founder of president at Gospel Heroes World Missions. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you too. And thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. 
Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.